0: i am i am this little chemical this is i see things a little differently and i laughed i started laughing because as i'm hitting the record button i was about to talk and i seen that and this just happened like a couple weeks ago where i just quickly hit the button i thought i had to hit the button and i just like looked at my recorder and i was like that's not recording i don't, I don't know why i even had to, the feeling it wasn't recording because like i can't actually see it i had to like tap it and you'll see this like white dot but i just had this feeling it wasn't recording and i only went like four or five minutes but i hit the i hit again like, uh, uh, uh. I said, like, okay it's not recording um well anyways we're doing this a bit differently because i actually was surprised that i was able to because i was doing some work or whatever and i figured i knew night two i could watch it in its entirety right But night one, I kind of figured I wasn't going to be able to watch. Sure enough, because of the weather delay it had, I was able to see the entire night one in its entirety. So I said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to actually have two parts to episode 71. Episode 70 was the NXT Stand and Deliver review. Episode 71 will be a two-parter. So you will get, and this is why you should be subscribed to the show and you should follow, You'll get part one on Sunday. As I'm recording this right now, it is Sunday morning. I'm going to immediately release this as part one on Sunday. Monday, you will get part two. Because at first, I had been saying, it's gonna, it's gonna. I figured I was going to watch part one on Monday. So I was like, the show will be out just a little later or whatever. So, no. This is why you should follow. This is why you should hit that subscribe button on whatever you like. Just also by the news, uh, by the way, I just had another programming note. I just got the news that we are now on iHeartRadio. That was a big deal for us when we were uh while we were and to do it again. I remember trying to get on iHeartRadio and trying and it wasn't allowing me, and finally we got on. So for us to get on, um and actually it took me like two to three hundred episodes before I could get on. Freaking iHeartRadio! So we're seventy-one episodes in. Actually, as I got the notifications, we were sixty-nine episodes in, and um so to get on iHeartRadio with that, that's a big deal. It means that you guys are making that happen. I appreciate that, and we can keep it going. Um, so just so you know, this will drop on on Sunday. This is not a mistake. When you guys see it, if you guys know people that watch this show, say, "Hey, part one dropped. Part two will drop." uh monday morning it'll be early um it'll be like normal time uh because as soon as i get home tonight or tomorrow morning i will immediately drop it uh, record it and drop it so let's get right into it uh first of all there was a weather delay i think it was like 40 minutes i did not watch any of the promos um once i started seeing Braun and people like that talk i was just like uh i'm good um I just don't want to. I just don't want. Like, for me, WrestleMania has this feel. And to start it off with a bunch. Of, and, and I get why they had the weather delay. I'm not. This is not me knocking them at all. Um, th- This is more about um, me just knowing how to get. Th- I've been such a wrestling fan for so long. This is, such, this is just a wrestle. This is it's a It's a wrestlemania feel. You know, SummerSlam has a feel for me, the Royal Rumble has a feel for me. Um, Survivor Series used to, but it's still one of the big four, but it doesn't do it for me like it used to. But I still enjoy it. But WrestleMania has a feel, and I stand when I seen Mrs. Morrison talking, Braun talking, I was like, Yeah, I'll come back, you know. And sure enough, I just so happened to get back onto Peacock right as um, they were getting things started. They did the video package for Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, this match became very um, interesting to me. Now, here's the thing. I've been saying for the last several months, anyone who listens to this show will know this, that I thought Edge was going to get that Universal Championship. Daniel Bryan being inserted into it now, and the outcome of this match, for some reason has me more... I have no clue who's going to win tonight that triple threat match for the Universal title. Because... I don't think with Edge turning heel, it turns into this great story. It turned, but it does fit the Edge character. If you remember the year 2005, the Royal Rumble in 2005 featured a match between Edge and Shawn Michaels where Edge won. Edge was going pretty st- stir crazy slash crazy during this period. And he was like, just not getting respect. I remember Jerry Lawler's sat commentary. He said maybe now that he's won this match, he'll become a little more stable and all of 2005 he was unstable he won money in the bank he had this feud with matt hardy he was exposed as a a cheater and a bad friend blah 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 right but edge was just on no pun intended but the literal edge the entire year until the very next year when he cashed in money in the bank so even though it's not no longer the feel-good comeback story, air quotes. With him being a heel, this fits the Edge character so well to where I wouldn't be surprised if he left with the Universal Championship because he's getting at least one more run. I definitely would not be surprised if Daniel Daniel Brown has found his way into it. I just talked about this a couple weeks ago. He's found his way into a second WrestleMania main event. I wouldn't be surprised if they even give him... A token run with the universal title, and it may, it may be a quick one-month run. But here's the thing about Roman: I don't think he should be losing that belt. I just don't think he's leaving with it. I think the other two stories, and he's and Reigns is right. He's doing the best work of his career. He's done it for thirty weeks, and I think he's. I do think now there's going to be a blip on that universal Timer. i think he's gonna lose it for at least a couple of weeks at least a month and get back at pay-per-view i don't know who's gonna win this thing I, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys won though but you know what that's kind of freaking awesome for the main event isn't it it's freaking awesome for the main event and also this is why i realized uh after i recorded the show because i was like maybe uh episode 70 i was like, maybe i should have done predictions and i say, nah i'm good everyone does predictions and I don't want to just do the same thing as everybody else does, and blah blah blah. And I was just like, when I found out what the main event was, I was like, so this isn't all SmackDown, WrestleMania essentially. The two matches that have made are main events and are SmackDown matches. And you know what? I I love Bobby Lashley. I love the fact that he has a WWE Championship. But you know what? Him and Drew starting it all, not a bad spot either you're gonna get remembered you, you know like it's not just like in the middle of the card or whatever to bleep um but i i don't I, do, I don't know who's gonna win tonight and to me that makes it even better more enjoyable for me as a fan um but let's get to night one and this will supposedly be the last two night wrestlemania i would have to guess normalcy will be back Fully next year, they did pack the building on the first night. I'm assuming they'll pack the building tonight for the second night, but we will have normalcy next year. They will pack that Dallas Cowboys stadium with 100,000 fans. I would, I'd have to imagine that's going to be a thing. Vaccines are rolling out. People feel more comfortable. People are getting back to life, back to reality. Um, Drew McIntyre fought for this he said he wanted to be the first person that the fans saw he wasn't technically Vince McMahon and the entire uh state uh, uh locker room was but they were the first match technically and I could hear min- miniature boos and I just think and some people ask me is that is that way term healing? Like no I just think people like Bobby Lashley I think people like the way Lashley like the one thing that I was surprised at I was literally surprised that was how much love the Hurt Business was getting over the last eight to nine months. I thought for sure with the crew of MVP, Lashley, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, they would all be especially with all of them being black. Let's just be honest. They'll be booed. But because they were doing such great work, they were universally i can't think of i I can't even think of i'm sure there was a comment on youtube or something but i can't think of one person who i actually respect saying man her business doesn't do it for me i don't remember ever hearing that they were universally loved and they were it was universally hated them breaking up and so in the fact that if you noticed andre the giant battle royal i think the the first three that were eliminated two of them were shelton benjamin and andre and, and uh Alexander. So anyways, let's not get us started on that right. But like I just think that so much people like Bobby and they and people knowing what he can do cuz you do remember even though these are diehard WWE fans and I'm sure all of them do not watch TNA or Impact. I get that. But there's a WrestleMania is for the smart fans, air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes, but I'm doing air quotes. So a lot of those fans do watch Impact. They know how you book Bobby Lashley. When Bobby Lashley literally had every, I think he had a run comparable to Kurt Angle where he had every belt. And then he was still doing MMA on the side and winning MMA at matches. So it's like, you know how he can be booked. And the fact that he was finally being booked like that, my God, it's been awesome. But I went into this night thinking Drew was getting a third WWE championship run. I was so glad he did not. And that's not because I don't like Drew. Is because Bobby Lashley should not be a transitional champion. If you want to give it back to Drew SummerSlam or whatever, whatever the bleep. But Bobby needs time to shine, just like Drew had time to shine. Um, but and I, but I was and I was surprised how the way this match went. I thought this would, would for sure have been some type of F finish, roll up, whatever. He put Drew in a Hurt Lock and Drew passed out. So, you know, like this was a dominant win as far as the way he got the win over him. So I'm here for it. And I am super happy. That is the theme of tonight. In my opinion, the right people won. I don't know about the next match we're going to talk about. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) But the rest of the night, the right people won. There was going into night one. There's three matches I could care less about. Um, and this was one of the next ones. The next one was the woman's gauntlet match where there was a bunch of botches happening. I feel bad for Mandy Rose. Uh, Dana Brooke had a nip slip, supposedly. I'm sure some of you guys already know that because you're probably on Reddit sharing that so it never goes away because uh, the internet never forgets. Um, the uh, Greg Hamilton, the... Um, Announced guy, made a mistake, getting the wrong team, got eliminated. It was a lot going on. But the main thing is, Tamina and Nat- Natalya won. They will get their Women's Tag Team Championship match against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax tomorrow night. After Tamina got the win after the Superfly Splash, she was very emotional. I would have to assume, and I did not do any research, I would have to assume this is a big deal to her. Why wouldn't this a win at WrestleMania? But I would have to assume... This is her first time winning at WrestleMania, right? I would have to assume that's why she was so emotional. Um, and you know what? Good for her. Um, I don't have any interest in seeing Natalia and Tamina wrestle anymore because they've just been around for so long. But you know what? They said something about loyalty, man. And Natty can still freaking go, she's just dry. <laughs> But she is a part of a woman's history. She helps Charlotte get her first big win and things of that nature. So if they give them this token Women's Championship win, that's fine. I mean, let's be honest. The NXT Tag Team Championships have only two holders. And they mean more than these belts. So that's why it's hard to care about it, unfortunately. Um, let's get to the next match. Cesaro in his first singles match ever at WrestleMania faced seth rollins mr burn it down i thought this was a fun match i thought this was a good match i enjoyed it i literally had i didn't have a doubt in my mind so to me i'll say i'll to jonathan esther i said because he said look at he made comments said, look at seth giving back and i said you know all the shield members are very giving in my opinion i i don't think there's ever been a time where anyone's ever thought anything less of every shield member whether you like any of them or not it doesn't matter I think they were probably, one, one of the most successful groups of all time. That's not, not arguable. But two, one of the most giving groups of all time as far as their singles runs and the success they've had. All are multiple-time world heavyweight champions. Tag team. I think they're all Grand Slam champions. And I just feel like they've always all just given back. And I, have no, I don't think Rollins could care. I think Rollins could care less. I mean, the universal answer you give when someone says, most underrated is Cesaro. We can change that this year, Vince. I know you don't want to, but we can change it. Now he has his one-on-one singles match against against Rollins. He gets the win in a really good match. I don't know. I would say this is, ooh, this is a tough one. If I had to I don't know let me talk and then maybe I'll give myself I thought about my match of the night and, and the order and all that good stuff. Um, but to me, they had a great match. Uh, the right person won. Seth loses twice at, in the world of But you know what? He still has a great record at WrestleMania. He's going to be fine. He's already like When they were running out his, his his accolades, I completely forgot this guy was a four-time world heavyweight champion, a intercontinental U.S. tag. He, dude, he doesn't need it it's fine (laughs) you know but i was glad but i'm glad that that smackdown roster that that, that the entire locker room wants to see this cesaro once again was very emotional you know um you know what i was i wasn't crying or anything but it hit me right in the heart just like how happy i am for someone like cesaro who is clearly signing new dale so he's a wwe lifer we're not gonna see him anywhere else and now you know what and that's He may be an experiment they throw away this year. But there's no reason that if this year he even gets a little bit of push. There's no reason he shouldn't be fighting Roman Reigns. I don't know if Brock Lesnar is coming back. There's no reason he shouldn't fight him. It's just, I just felt good for him. So this was a a really good match. Um, And next up was an even fun match. You had Big E come out to announce the New Day wearing his Intercontinental Championship. It's just, I, I'm, I know people are tired of the New Day, but hear me out. I just love how, if you look at it, this faction, once one, it's the greatest African-American faction of all time. No doubt about it. It's definitely, I would love to see their numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's the most profitable African-American group of all time. And has, by far, is the most successful with them being 11-time tag team champions. And if you look at them, at one point in time, you have literally Kofi Kingston holding the WWE championship and then the New Day holding the tag team championships. Now you have Big E holding Intercontinental titles, the Intercontinental title, and then you had the New Day holding tag team title. It's just a level of success that I'm happy for. But more importantly, it's just just amazing to see see it, you know. So he, they they get introduced by uh, Big E. He doesn't actually stay there or up there for the match, but this is the tag team championship match where it was almost in Styles versus New Day for the tag team titles. These are the only belts that Styles has never held, and so I I assumed, and I think I said this on the on the show, that this was going to be a transitional championship. That's why I took the belts off of the Hurt Business, which. Once again, they could have still had a triple threat match, but no. Don't, whatever. Uh, let, let the horse die. Um, this was a this was a fun wrestling match because you literally have AJ Styles, who is not a tag team wrestler, being shown how to be a tag team wrestler from the new day. And like they're cutting off the ring. You hear you hear Xavier Woods say, Hey, yes, I cut off the ring. This is how you could this you're not a tag team wrestler AJ and like they're keeping him from almost that's the whole point of this whole story Finally, Xavier Woods says don't do it. Don't you do it. he's on the top rope. He's begging yelling Estelle's not tagging almost almost gets tagged in he's completely dominant He destroys both members of New Day by himself this single-handedly put him over um, I know people were trying to compare this to the Shaq debut Shaq did more for sure not just a table bump but Shaq did more But almost, New Day did what they were supposed to do. And then by him destroying Kofi with a choke bomb. And then you have Styles, who then goes from the top rope to almost his shoulders, off his shoulders to deliver a phenomenal forearm to Xavier Woods, which just looked amazing. And then Styles said, hey, after the choke bomb to Kofi, hey, one foot, disrespect. Puts one foot on him, one, two, three. Styles just adds to his accolades. New Japan world champion, first match, TNA world champion, X division champion, WWE champion, United States champion, Intercontinental champion, now a tag team champion. He is officially a Grand Slam champion. Couldn't be happier. Obviously, everyone that listens to the show knows how much of a fan of uh, AJ Styles as I am. There's no way that Omos should not be doing what Diesel did, getting a front row, having a front row seat for whoever you want to say, let's just say Derek Jeter. He's a front row seat for one of the greatest of all time. I'm sure he's back there just soaking it all up. And now almost has a tag team title run to his No matter what his career looks like in the end. And I don't know what this guy's gonna do. He can say I was tag team champions with AJ Styles. This was fun. I enjoyed this. I cause because knew they had the right personality in order to do this and the right mindset. And you know what? Them being transitional champions doesn't hurt. They have 11 world title runs. No one's going to sit here and be like, well, they were transitional champions at one time. They're on the borderline hall. No. All three members are Hall of Famers, without a doubt. <laughs> you know? So it's just not a big deal. This next match was the, the second of the three I didn't care about. You had Braun Strowman having the Nia Jax storyline from a few years ago where he refuses to be bullied by Shane McMahon. He was called stupid. And so this led to a steel cage match. The only highlight for me of this entire match was when Braun grabbed Shane through the cage and he ripped the cage off to bring Shane back in. That was a cool spot. I don't remember if I've ever seen that spot before. So, to me, it was kind of cool. Otherwise, could care less about this match. I don't... Once again, why Shane has to have a permanent spot at WrestleMania and someone like Nakamura didn't have a spot, I don't understand. But, hey, it's beyond my pay grade. So, whatever. Moving on to the third match. I didn't care about. But this was the best of the three I didn't care about. Bad Bunny tag team with Damian Priest and Miz Morrison. I only cared about this match because I like Damian Priest. Obviously, the, 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 the win was never in doubt for these guys. Bad Bunny did his part, in my opinion, to do his thing. He even did a Canadian Destroyer on the outside to John Morrison. The Canadian Destroyer is now not just a transitional move. It has become a pop culture phenomenon. So it's going to be out there with for shizzle and all these other things that you hear people that normally don't care about stuff like this. No. So you walk down the street and you see your grandmother, a grandmother. And she said, did you see Bad Bunny do that Canadian destroyer? Just know it's Bad Bunny's fault. Otherwise, this was not too bad. Um, I can say for sure I enjoyed it. Bad Bunny did a lot of work in here. You can tell he put in a lot of work. Uh, I believe he's actually a real fan um of the business which some people care about look here dude i, I can care less I, do i think logan paul is a fan no but i mean whatever um but this was good and uh, damian priest did not get the, the pinfall but you know what he got the win and he got a prime spot in the semi-main of the first night of wrestlemania his first mania some people just look at it and you kind of fit you kind of figure they're gonna get lost in the shuffle i thought he was one of them when they called him up to the main roster I'm so glad he's not so far. Um, it just depends on where he goes from here. I'm assuming Bad Bunny's done. And I'm assuming Miz Morrison are just going to try to jump Damian Priest after this. This is, seems like the M.O. for Vince. But this wasn't too bad. Out of the three matches I didn't care about, this one actually delivered, in my opinion. And then Bianca and Sasha headlined the second time the woman will have headlined a WrestleMania in this history and so to have these two women do it was really cool um i know some people don't understand it because bianca did not win the nxt women's championship so for her to be getting pushed the way she is i know some people probably don't like it whatever she's really good as we've seen in this match sasha banks keeps up a record that i knew she had but didn't even think about until I was listening to someone else else's podcast and they said it. She still has not won a match at WrestleMania. Think about how crazy that is. Like, I just... That's just crazy to me. But she was the right opponent. These two have great chemistry. To me, they delivered. And it was funny because I was looking at someone's review. I was reading someone's review. It, said 17, it says this match went 17 minutes. I was like... Did it? It didn't feel like that at all. You know, maybe because I was working as well, but it didn't feel like, it it felt like it was just, it was very fluid. It was, it was literally, as corny as it sounds, it was WrestleMania main event worthy. And so the build-up was terrible, but the finish was great. There was a spot in here where Sasha gets caught on the outside and Sasha and Bianca just shows her complete strength. I know Sasha's probably all of 110. It still takes a lot of strength to have her in suplex position and walk up the steps and back into the ring with her. Um, this was all fun. I loved it. I know some people say it was sloppy at times. I didn't see that. Didn't um, I don't know. I just didn't see that. Now, once again, we have stuff like the women's gauntlet match that was noticeably um Maybe I just missed a couple things, like I said, because I was going back and forth. But I didn't see that. But this did not feel like a 17 minutes. Before I know it, all, all you hear is that that whip from the hair of Bianca to Sasha, which then sets her up for the K.O.D. Bianca Belair not only wins the Royal Rumble, she fulfills her destiny and becomes the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now the real work begins, and I would have to assume one that was Sasha Banks' obviously longest title reign she was the right person to do it i would have to assume sasha's gonna turn heel now and this i would have to assume this is gonna lead to a long time run for bianca um you see her family go crazy in in the audience i'm sure her and montez ford party like it was no tomorrow this is what it's about you know and i didn't even notice this until someone else said this to me like, did you notice that sasha like had to look away from Bianca because Bianca was already crying when the I, I did not notice that. But apparently Bianca was crying, like because she was like in disbelief that was happening. Like, and like Sasha looked at her and had, had Sasha had to like look away so she didn't break down. Um, this is well deserved. So in this company's history, there's been two women's main events at WrestleMania. They all they and, and I never thought I'd be saying this, but obviously Ronda Rousey is gonna be in the main event. Obviously, Charlotte Flair will be. But the three people you wouldn't think that would be involved in those main events was Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair. So congratulations to them. I thought this was a good night. I really enjoyed this night. I thought the the outcomes were right. I enjoyed, obviously, Lashley, Cesaro, and Bianca getting the wins. If I had to go with my match of the night, I would say Bianca and Sasha. And that's just purely off of how fluent it, it felt and how smooth it felt. But I loved, like I said, the three matches I didn't care about, I, you, you weren't going to change my mind from them. They just made no sense to me. I just could care less. But the matches I did care about, Deliver, and and the, the right winners came up. I am looking forward tonight too. I'm also looking forward to next year when we only have one night of this. Now, this doesn't mean we should go back to eight-hour WrestleManias. Because <laughs> <laughs> but we should definitely have more fluid like like to me having a live crowd there, but it felt like a regular WrestleMania was important. It didn't feel overpacked, it didn't feel like we're stuffing everything in this one bag and seeing where it goes. It felt just so it felt like a normal WrestleMania for the first time in several, several, several years. And I would dare say since probably the mania in san francisco every other mania after that has felt this bloated so that's your night one review once again this is part one of episode 70 i will drop it to right now i'm gonna do the edits and upload it and then look out for part two tomorrow enjoy wrestlemania enjoy your week as i talk to you again tomorrow i'm out this is a slow chemical